Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to Drew Presents with your boy Drew, where our connection continues to connect on this show. So I have um, a special guest with me this week. Is everyone a special guest? I feel like I kind of think I say special guest every time, but I, I feel like I should stop saying that, like I'm the damn breakfast club, because they always say we have a special guest, and I think it's just you have a guest, right? I don't yeah. fucking know. Who knows a how to... Featuring. Or feature. Fe- a feature? Okay, come a on feature. a feature. Right, because if, if I win an award, don't you get the award too? I don't know how that works. I don't know how it works in podcasting, but we can definitely look that up. Okay, well, I'm sitting here with none other than the Carrie Clark, um, and we are in person. Yes, we are in person. It is live. It is, you know... <laughs> A little bit off that's the rock, you know. Right, we've been drinking. We've been <laughs> drinking. It's you know what's funny is, um I think the last time we did it in person was so long ago. I don't recall. I'm sitting in person like the funny thing is like I've seen you multiple times. Right. It's just that we don't record when we're in person because we're doing other things. Yeah, it's always like something else going on. <laughs> right, there's other things happening, so we don't really have the time to like sit down and have a moment. But right. since you you've been here since yesterday, it yeah. was like, all right, we have some time. We could figure this out. Yeah. We could do a show. Um, yes. And I thought it would be great to bring you in for this week. Um, Jim was gonna say. Also, I want to shout out your podcast. Yes. Let the people know the podcast, even though you, I think you said it on here. I don't remember. No, I, I haven't said it on, on your show yet, okay. I don't believe. Um, I do have a podcast uh, called You Don't Have to Be Rude. Um, <laughs> and uh, I just, I tend to just uh, like to, you know, have different com- commentary. I like to be fun, but also at the same time, I like to um, tackle serious issues that I feel like not just as a community, but just as us and society tend to go through. So it's just my topics, but I said I don't have to be rude about it. Like, so I was like, you know, you don't have to be rude. I don't have to be rude about how I speak. It should just be, you know, a safe place for us all. So that's... Kind of like just like your opinion. like Right. Oh, I love that. Okay. I, I love it. You guys definitely have to check it out. Um, it is on all stream, streaming platforms. So take a listen. Is definitely you'll get some good things on there. Plus, I'm on there for one episode, and I'll definitely be back for future episodes. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so, typically, I like to tell people what I've done this following week. So, I ask you as a guest, like, how was your week? Did you, you know, as a black man, we have a lot going on. So, yeah. how was your week? Were you like, it was good. I brought a couch. <laughs> Come on, couch. Yes, I brought a couch because I've been, you know, cycling through. Like I've been looking at so many different things that I could, you know, decorate, right. and I'm like, wow, yeah, I got it. Like, okay, I found something that I think that actually fits my persona. Mm-hmm. So I brought a couch, and um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think I just, you know, I've been. Uh, just trying to think about future plans, like, you know, about what I can uh, implement into the future as well this week. I, you know, thought about a couple ideas. So, you know, yeah, just 
It's been that, as you know, but the couch is the most exciting highlight, I can say. Come on, couch, yes. <laughs> mm, okay, so for me, my week has been very... Like, see, me, like, I'm kind of, like, on this whole mental kick. Like, I need to make sure that I'm doing things that move me mm-hmm. and that makes me have, like, drive. And, like, recently, since going to, like, now I have to go to the office a few times a month. Right. I'm starting to notice, like, my job is more annoying and I just want to quit. You know what I mean? Yes. And I'm like, this is not really good for my energy, for my thought process. Like, how can I... Like, no shade to the bums out there, but, like, how do not you bitches bum. do it? Like, like how do you do it? Like, how do you just not work Live and just... creativity? Well, not even... Not, I don't want to... Not for them, because I understand that they're trying to do something, mm-hmm. right? But how do you just not care? How do you just literally just say, I'm not going to work, I'm not going to just do anything at all, mm-hmm. and just be out here shaking a cup? You know what I'm, I'm shaking- saying? <laughs> like I don't I don't spare know change, spare change. right or just asking people for money and I understand like people fall into different situations but how and I think that's probably the biggest part why I haven't quit my job is because I'm used to this paycheck every two weeks it makes sense to have this money coming in so why would I just be like oh no let me just be out here shaking a cup like please help me you know, I just, I don't think I even have the the mental capability to actually even do that. I don't even know if I can do it. I feel like I would be like, oh my God, let me just go inside McDonald's and ask them, can I push a broom? Oh. You know what I'm saying? You have to ha- definitely have a, um, a solid plan when... Uh, quitting? Yeah, when you're quitting. I think, you know, you have to still say, okay, well, I'm going to quit, but I'm still going to, you know do this like maybe I'll take a part-time job just like I was listening to that girl on TikTok how she said you know I, I quit my job but I still went out and became a part-time barista at Starbucks wow. while I was creating my content and stuff like that so I think you know it's like you know you still downsizing. have to have right okay I would have to downsize downsize a bit right mm. that's difficult okay <laughs> I mean it is but, creat- but creatively don't, they don't think about materialistic things they just think about like oh I want to create and do this and then whatever comes comes like you know in due time once I I get but for me it's not even being like materialistic because I've seen people who said they've had issues with like having food for the night now see that's the basic necessities I don't know about you know what I mean (laughs) that's like the basic necessities so how are you gonna be like I just I guess I'm afraid of being not able to just being able to just live above the poverty line or on the poverty line. Right. That's my fear, that I would be, like, so broke, and I don't know. So that's where I'm at. That's where my <laughs> week has been. And, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting through it. Hopefully it'll get better, and I'll be able to be like, you know what, guys, I quit, or you know what, I decided to go part-time at my job because now I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Right. So, yeah, we'll see. So, all right, so I want to go into some questions that I have um, to kind of kick off the podcast. Mm -hmm. And let's see. Okay. So the first question is, what song is currently on repeat right now for you? Um, 
song that's currently on repeat for me is uh probably I want to say probably it's either a cross between Alien Superstar by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alien Superstar by Beyonce. Or um, Special by Lizzo. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, what does each of those songs give you? Like, just quickly. Um, for Alien Superstar, <laughs> <laughs> that song is just, to me, just exudes confidence. Uh, sustainability, um, just, I don't know, I just, I just feel like it's a lot with it, just like, I'm the bar, like, you know, like, when I just hear the, like, I'm the bar, like, you know, category, sexy bitch, like, you know, it's just, you know, you right. so you don't feel like, yes, oh, yeah, feel it, right, right. So that's um, what that song kind of does for me. It just gives me that confidence booster that sometimes you feel like you need. Because, you know, like, you know, we could never, you know, we're not never 24-7 feeling like, oh, my God, I'm the shit all the time. Right, so sometimes right. we just, like, listen to something. Like, okay, oh, yeah, this is going to pick me up right now. I need this right now. Right, right, right. So for that. And um, Special by Lizzo, you know, that's a record I've been talking about for months. Because, right. you know, I heard it, like, months ago. But it's just, I that song is... Uh, important to me because of the message it conveys by not only talking about you as an individual being special but maybe somebody in your life that you acknowledge that you think is special mm-hmm. and I think for that record for me I acknowledge my mom in that sense that like she said uh, uh, what's that line in that song broken but damn you're still perfect it's like, you know, I, I know my mom is not a perfect person, neither am I, but like she said, broken, but she's still perfect, so I think it's just important sometimes to tell, you know, the ones that you love that, you know, even though you're not necessarily, you know, looked upon as, you know, being this flawless person, that I feel that, you know, that you're special to me and you're like one of the best people in the world, so yes, that's what it. it is for me. Come on now, special by Lizzo. Yes, special by Lizzo. Y'all look that up now. Um, Okay, I love what you said there. That was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to be just on repeat repeat right now. I would say it's probably Cozy by Beyonce. Because it just, Mm -hmm. like you said, I feel like it just, it's not really cocky. It's like, I'm like, I'm comfortable. Like, I feel comfortable with what I'm doing as an individual when it comes to like, me being black. I mean, not all around, because obviously I hate my fucking job. But, like, when it comes to me, like, being black and being gay, and you... I was about to say something else. Uh-uh. But <laughs> I had a whole... I had a whole other conversation about the word queer with a friend of mine that completely went left. But anyway. Oh, um, but just being, like, black, just being gay, being able to, um, like, do I have to be a role model? Do I... Am I a role model? Do, you know what I mean? Like, do I need to reach back to the youth? So I just feel like I'm just, I'm comfortable with what I'm really doing as far as, like, when it comes to me having to just be cozy with who I am. Cozy. Yeah. So if you don't if you don't know, that's by Beyonce Cozy, and you should definitely check it out. Um, yes, love yourself. Goddamn. Right. 
What is the next big trip you want to take and why? Um, is it the trip that you're going to take or the one that you want to take? Well, you, you said want to take. That you want to take, right. Um, We're going to say that you're going to take because you're going to speak this into existence. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to China. Oh. Because I want to go to the Great Wall. Okay. Yeah, I just want to go to the Great Wall, and I want to, you know... I don't know why it's like the food would be nasty there. <laughs> <laughs> like, no shade, but I think the food would be nasty. Um, Probably so. I mean, I, you know, because, right, because Chinese food in America is not the way Chinese food is made. Right, because it's Americanized. Right, they Americanize it. Right. So, it's definitely a lot different. Um... I mean, you know, you could always be like Charlotte from Sex and the City. She's like, you know, she's like, this is Mexico. You know, just eat pudding while you're out there oh the whole God. time. Not pudding. <laughs> Can you imagine? Wait, right? do you eat pudding? I do. I brought wow. this Hershey's Cookies and Cream pudding. Okay. They made a pudding. Yes, Hershey's Cookies and Cream. And they have like the cookie bits and like a little plastic <laughs> container. You just like put fuck? it inside the, the vanilla pudding and mix it. Oh my God, it's so amazing. But would you just like eat like vanilla pudding or? Yeah, I could just eat regular pudding too. Butterscotch. No, not butterscotch. What about chocolate? Yeah, I could eat chocolate pudding. Okay, okay. That's very. That's weird. So the reason why I'm asking him this is because obviously he's been at my house, and I asked everybody do they want um, yogurt, and he they everyone said no, they don't eat yogurt, and I feel like yogurt and pudding is kind of similar as far as texture. Um... So I'm surprised that you wouldn't eat yogurt but you eat pudding <laughs> uh the textures i guess the textures are kind of similar i just think that yogurt has it's an acquired taste to me okay okay yeah all right gotcha um so the next big trip that i want to take that i've been saying this for years mm-hmm. and i'm definitely going to take it is to go to the maldives like that's one place that I just want to go. It looks so beautiful there. It does look beautiful. Right. And then I also feel like like it's no shade to the people out there. But I feel like a lot of people, when they want to go on trips, they want to go like to Jamaica. I want to go to the Bahamas. Or I want to go... You know what I mean? Like, or I'm going to Punta Cana. Whatever the fuck how you say it. Punta Cana. Um, and it's like, oh, okay. Well, that's cute. But no one wants to really go anywhere else. But I also would love... Even though people wouldn't believe me. But I would love to go to Africa. I think going to Africa would be so dope. Just to check it out. To be like, oh. Okay, but I feel like I probably would get there and be a little like, it wouldn't be what I expected for some mm-hmm. reason. Even though I don't know what to expect, but I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like it would be like, oh, okay. All right, this is different. Unless you're going to safari. Which I probably wouldn't do, but... Um, <laughs> you get to see the lions. No, because I feel like something would happen. No, I mean, people, plenty of people go there and do right, that. Right, plenty of people have died, too. I, I don't know. I never <laughs> I'm have you not seen some of those videos with the people, the lions jump on a car and, you know, things can happen. Yeah. I'd rather just stay next to humans. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I don't want to be near them. Yeah, well, shoot, sometimes they could be worse than lions. Right, this but. is true. Um, okay, so do you know the next person you're going to have sex with? And if so, why did you pick that person? Now, if you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't know who that person is, 
Who was the last person you had sex with, and why did you choose them? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, I'm trying to think of the question again. Who Who's the next person you're going to have sex with? Right. Do you know the next person you're going to have sex with? And if with? you don't know, who was the last person you right. had sex with and why? And why did you choose them? Um, okay. I don't know who's the next person I'm going to have sex with because I've kind of been on this kick of uh, eat, pray, love, as I've been calling it. Okay. Eat, pray, love. And it's like supposed to be like the celibacy mission. Um, and I, so i just been on a kick and stuff like that. Like, you know. Sometimes I feel like an addict, though. I'd be like, oh, my God, like, I want to have sex so badly. And, you know, I had deleted, like, the dating apps and all that shit, but I end up picking them back up now. Have you had the shakes during this process, or have you been okay? No, I've been okay. I haven't okay. had the shakes. I haven't okay. had the shakes. Um, but I definitely do feel like I'm ready to kind of get back in there. But now I feel like the next person I do have sex with, it'll be a more of a controlled environment and I won't I have more I feel like this process have taught has taught me more self control okay because I feel like I was being a bit reckless and I felt like I needed to uh, redesign uh, I had to redesign how I looked at things sexually with people because I felt like I just be like oh my god I'm just so horny that you know you know, the you know, Joe the postman could come up and I'd be like, damn, I'm ready to get it on and stuff oh, like wow. that. Okay. So that's how out of control it was getting. And I had to, you know, scale back and find myself. That's how I felt. Well, I guess it's a good thing you, you know, implemented Eat, Pray, Love into your life. Right. Because, child, <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. Right. Um... All right, so for me, obviously, this was just as easy. It should be relatively easy for me. Right, of course. Right, it should. The last person I should have slept with should have been my husband. Right. And the reason why is because that's what married people do, right? right. <laughs> so it's for me, it's, it's a little easy. Um, um, I will say I would like to have sex with Big Sean, but I think he's a little preoccupied right now. So he has a baby on the way. Um, uh, can I? What's the call? Can I? Uh divert the question a bit sure have you and your husband ever thought about bringing in another party into your bedroom Ooh. <laughs> exclusive <laughs> um the topic has come up it okay. has come up um i'm not really opposed to it for that for, for that to occur okay um i think he's more opposed to it um, but we have talked about it, like just had a conversation, but no plans or arrangements have been made. No one said, okay, yes, this is the time and the date. This is the person that has not happened. Okay. Um, but you know, you never know what could potentially happen in the future. That's a lot. Yeah. Cause it's a lot involved with that. Like, you know, it's a lot like, cause you do have to think, okay, like it's not just my boyfriend or just. My, you know, fuck buddy or something like that. This is, you know, my actual husband. So you have to right. think about what, you know, could possibly be the other outcome if you, you know, brought another party into it and all of that. But at the, at the same time, I think that, you know, you want to spice things up. And right. You do things. Course. So as long as it's like mutual agreement between you guys. 
Yeah, like know. swinging has come up, and you know, because I've actually met a few people that are into swinging, and oh, they're like, yeah. "Oh, this works really well in my relationship." So, uh-huh. you know, you just—I feel like you just never know what can happen, and some people are just—they don't want one body for the rest of their lives. That's not true. saying that's that's not saying that's he or I, but I'm just saying like. Some people are into that. Some people really, yeah, they are into that. You're right. Right. Um, all right, so two more questions. So when was the last time you were disrespectful? Hmm. Last time I was disrespectful. Um, <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't, it's kind of hard. I'm like, I don't know. When's the last time was I, dis- I was disrespectful? Uh, like... What do you mean, like, just cursing somebody out or just, like... Yeah, like, whenever you felt like... You was like, damn, that was disrespectful. I shouldn't have did that. <sighs> it's been a long time. I like I like to stand what I mean on what I mean and mean what I say. Okay. Especially nowadays. All right. So, yeah. I, <laughs> so I feel like it's not disrespect. It's about getting my point across. <laughs> so it's not really disrespectful to me. So you have a moment. Yes, yeah, so I don't really see it as a moment. Because like I said, I, I tend to not really try to get disrespectful. Like I said, I just like like to get my point across. I don't feel like I go below the belt with people or um, try to destroy somebody's uh, feelings. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's disrespectful. Or, you know, just be rude or talk to somebody a certain way. That's disrespectful. Like I said, me getting my point across and making sure that you hear me clearly, loud and clearly... Mm-hmm. It's not disrespect. Right, right. So, yeah, I don't I don't see that. Right. So, I'll, the funny thing is I was going to say the same thing. I don't really... I'm not a person that's disrespectful. I try to always make sure that what I'm saying is my opinion and I I get it across to you in a, in a way that you probably might not like. It's just... To me, it's just about you being assertive and you just making sure that, you know, that you're clear. And some people might think of it as being disrespectful, but... In reality, you're really not. So, right. I don't think that I've ever... Well, I'm pretty sure people would say I was being disrespectful. But <laughs> I can't think of a time recently where I was like, Damn, like you really went off for no reason. Like, <laughs> you gotta get that together. Um, oh, excuse me. Alright, last question. When were you last freaky? Um... It probably was uh, the last time I had sex, which was probably about, like, two months ago. And um, we had sex from five in the morning. Oh, my God. To about 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And. Wow. We just were going. We were fucking like rabbits. I have never, I don't think I've ever fucked like that before. And I'm like, you would think I also did that in my 20s, like, more of, like, youthful years. Even though I'm still young, but, like, uh, youthful years, but we just were fucking, like, fucking. Like, it was okay. crazy. Were y'all, now, were you guys on drugs, or were you guys okay? Like, nothing was happening, like. Well, I mean, I don't really consider weed a drug, but yes, I was smoking weed. Okay. I did drink some liquor, and I had something called honey. Now, what's, what should, can we say that what that is? Or? It's a stimulant. Oh, okay. It's a stimulant. So, like, it just makes you horny and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Um, okay, great. 
Um, I feel like I'm probably freaky almost every day. Oh, okay now. I think things happen, so you just, you gotta roll with the the punches. And you just gotta, you know, sometimes pull out them freaking shorts on, like CJ likes to pull out the, pull out, bitch, I'm always drunk. (laughs) You have to go in the back of the closet and pull out your freaking shorts. Mm-hmm. And get a little freaky. You know what I'm saying? That's just what happens. That's right. So it leads me to the topic of, in which my friend actually asked me to bring it up, which is why do, why do men like shy women? Is it because they're freaks? I don't think necessarily all shy women are freaks, though. You don't think so? No, I don't think all shy women are freaks. So you think some shy women are just bores? <laughs> yeah, maybe, well, maybe it's just they're just like, you know, just comfortable not being so free, free. right? Okay. And into shit like that. So she was more so saying like she felt like because she's so open about her sexuality that men are kind of just like not even drawn to her. And I said, well, you know, I can't speak. For straight men, but what I will say as a gay guy, if a man was very open with his sexuality, that's more of a turn on. I don't want to see too much. Oh, no. You got glad. Like, I don't, that's never been my thing. Right. That does not turn me on. It doesn't get me, like, to, for anything, bitch, I'm going to walk past you. Like, keep it going. I'm not interested. Like, right. so I was trying to figure out why she, she felt this way that shy women more so are more freaky freaky, and men tend to be drawn to a woman that's a little bit more shy and I guess more I guess a shy woman has more of a chase potentially versus a woman who's out with her titties out and they're like yeah so when you gonna suck these titties right when you gonna suck these titties like what's happening you think it's because they want a woman that's a little bit more conservative oh uh lady in the streets but freaking the sheets right Probably, I mean, you know, because men, you know, like even being a man, but you know, just like men tend to uh, have double standards when it comes to women anyway. So they tend to, you know, want a woman to be more of that timid and shy, like you said, role and not really be out there and stuff like that. Right. They feel like you can't do the same thing that they do. So they do tend to like that more and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure, yeah, once they get her in the bedroom, they see, yeah, she's like a super freak and shit. Oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, they get excited. Like, oh, shit, this bitch is like mad, like, you know, professional or she mad classy and stuff like that. But look how she fucking freak out and stuff like that when it comes to, what's it called, uh, the bedroom. Right, right. Yeah. So do you think that men, okay, so obviously you date whoever you date. So do you feel like if you were dating somebody... You, do you prefer them to have a shy approach or you want them to be bold and open for you? Um, I like bold and openness. I like, you know what's so bad, and I think <laughs> this is going to be like, I hate to say, I want to say the death of me, but I think it's, you know, it, 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 it's like a bad thing sometimes that I tend to like edge. Like, I like 
edge. I like somebody who's okay. a little, you know, just edgy and and rough and just, you know, somebody who just who who knows they're gonna gonna own the shit stuff like that. Like, and that's very hard for me because I'm a Scorpio and we definitely have those type of personalities of. Nobody tells me what to do. Nobody tells me what this is going to be. Nobody tells me this or that, that stuff like that. So it's kind of like what Beyonce says that um, he did like, only a real one can tame me. Only the radio can play me. Like, you know, <laughs> so I feel the same way. Like, only a real one can tame me. Like, right. you can't really tame me, but if you can tame me. Or another thing I love too, Jill Scott. Jill Scott said this on The Breakfast Club. She said, she said, you can't tell me what to do, but you know. I think I think it was you're not you. I, I like you know. You're not gonna tell me what to do, but if I allow you to, you can tell me what to do. <laughs> and I'm like, I know exactly. I know, and right. it's probably a lot of people are like, what the fuck is she talking about? But I know exactly right. what she is saying. Like, it's like it takes it somebody, right? Like, collect, collect. It takes somebody to tell me what to do. Right. You gotta have that, like, just like, yeah, I know, like, because like I said, it's a lot to to to, to tame this and stuff like that to tame me and like get me to like, oh shit, damn, catch. Right. Damn. Okay, I got you. Like I'm. I'm listening. I I got yeah. my full divided attention and stuff. <laughs> I cannot. Yeah. Well, I think I was saying this sort of right. I like someone that is a little bit more bold and open, right? But the funny thing is that my husband is the complete opposite mm-hmm. when it comes to like being around other people. But if it's just he and I, he's very bold and open. He's mm-hmm. very like he. I I think he just doesn't want people to see that side of him. For whatever reason, but I just feel like I don't know. I feel like when it comes to shy, I, I I just don't like it. But what I will say is I agree with you. Like I feel, but the only thing that I don't like is like I don't. Nobody can tame me, right? I'm mm-hmm. for me. I have to always be in control. That's just the, the the personality that I have. Right. It's like no. So like what Joe Scott said, like you said, I'm that person that probably will tell you that you would say, oh, you can't tell me what to do but you know you probably can tell me what to do if the you know if you're doing what you're supposed to do pretty much what she's right, saying right yeah. so that's like i have that type of role like i want to be able to tell you what to do because you already know what the fuck is up you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do that to me like absolutely not which is a little crazy you know what i mean like i, I don't want you telling me what to do because it just doesn't work but I mean, obviously, like you know, you give and take in relationships, or if you're in a long term thing. We're not saying to do this if this is a one night stand, you fucking whore. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> but this should be for somebody that you know you're probably engaged with for a while, and you're, you know, you you potentially might be building something. Maybe you're not. Maybe it's just someone that with like maybe you're friends with benefits, and it's just been going on for a few years, and it hasn't transitioned to a relationship mm-hmm. for whatever reason. No judgment on our end. Mm-mm. Um, okay, so let's move on. Now, this is a topic I really wasn't going to bring up, but I felt like it was a little important, like, talking about men that are coming out, like, like coming out the, co- the closet that's kicking the doors down. So recently, Tevin Candle, Tevin Candle, 
this is clearly the liquor. Tevin Campbell said he's gay. Now, clearly. This is no joke. <laughs> right, girl, we do that bitch before. Why has he been announced? He, he done been no, out. he never announced it. He just recently announced that he's gay. But he said something on Twitter not too long ago. Of course that. he did, but he's never said, I am gay. That's He's never said that. He's that's just so, said. Uh, uh, like, that's so vague. It's <laughs> so, like, you know. <laughs> he, wait, so he's. Wait, this is what he said. Um, so he comes out as gay. He said he wishes that society was as open in the 90s as it is now for artists like for Little Nas X. But he loves that he can truly be himself. I love my fans, but what they think about me and my sexuality has no importance to me. So, um, you know, obviously we want to congratulate him for coming out the closet after however many years that that bitch has been in there. Um, I mean, girl, we already knew you were gay. (laughs) Right, that's what I'm saying. But but the funny thing is that you look back at his videos, I mean, who's really thinking that a man is gay? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's singing a song. Like, it's not the first thing that probably pops in your brain. Right. So why did we think he was gay? I don't understand, like, why. Like, do you know why we thought he was gay? Um, I mean, I feel like we were so young when he was out. Right. So I feel like the rumors just was already out there. That he was. Right, that he was. So, so we just I fell just in went line. by that. So we just fell in line with the rest of the people. Right, with the rest of the people. Because, you know, once you already hear them stories, like, just like back in the day, you know, I wasn't old enough, but I definitely did hear the story of Eddie Murphy picking up a, trans- a transvestite back on Hollywood oh, Boulevard. We did hear that. Yes. <laughs> when a Johnny Gill was his man. Right. So, yeah, like... That definitely was a thing. Right. But should people be have just but should people have to come out? Like, I feel like you shouldn't have to come out. Right. I feel like nobody should have to necessarily come out with who they're sleeping with. Like, I feel like that's really honestly, unless I decide to tell you what my situation is or whatever I do and stuff. Right. That's my prerogative, that's my business. But I feel like nobody should have to come out. Nobody has to come out when they're straight and I guess they feel like uh Oh well, that's supposed to be normal. So that I like, you know, you really that doesn't matter. But no, it's the truth. Like nobody when they're straight has to discuss who they're sleeping with or why they're sleeping with somebody and stuff like that. So why just because it's same sex, it has to be? Oh, you have to come out and stuff like that and tell everyone. No. Right, right. Because right, like you said, if they're straight, they don't come out and say, "Oh my God, I'm heterosexual. Let's do it. Like, right. let's have this big thing." But I think because, I, I want to say almost that people come out gay because they don't want people to be shocked. You know what I mean? Or, oh my God. But I feel like just, be like, look, bitch, we want a date. Like, this is my husband. Who cares? I don't need to tell you that I'm gay. It is what it is. But I do think that you want, I'll say like in our regular world, when you're dating, you want a man that's secure with himself. So you probably want that man to be like, oh yeah, this is my dude, like... Right. I want him to be like, oh my God, you know, don't do this, don't do that. We're going into my parents' house. Make sure you sit six feet away from me or whatever the situation is. Like, you don't want to be in that type of situation. So I think as long as the person is being respectful and they're like honored to be with you, who cares if they have to make this public announcement? Because at the end of the day, it's not your business. Like, right. Like you said, what I put in my mouth or my butthole or what they put in. Or what you put in the neighborhood, whatever the situation is, it's not their business, right? And they should just 
mind your own damn business. Right. Exactly. Okay, so... Okay, so... A black mother sues a L.A. school district over an assignment that was given in 2017. So basically her daughter um, had got an assignment at school and she was supposed to pick cotton. Right. And her daughter didn't do it, but now she said her daughter is suffering Emotional distress. I'm sorry. Why am I laughing? Right. I don't know why. It's like I'm laughing. Okay. From watching other students do it. Okay. Now, this happened in 2017. This is now 2022, and she's now coming with this lawsuit. So, um... I guess the statute of limitations is not, uh... uh right, right, right. Um... So it, uh, it almost appears that the mother didn't know, and I guess it just kind of recently came up, and her daughter's now saying, hey, this is what happened back in 2017, and this is why I've been acting the way that I'm acting. So, what are your thoughts about, for, well, I should, do you, first of all, do you think the school should have even done this? What, like the assignment? Right. Uh... <laughs> No, I mean, I feel like, you know, you could just, I don't know, if that's the case, just show roots, bitch, you're 12 years a slave, like. Bitch, wait a minute. Shut up. I can't. Oh, God. Bitch, homicide. Something, like, I mean, I'm just like, do something like that, but to, to, like, make children actually try to live out something or play something that was so traumatizing to their ancestors and people who came before them, I think that is kind of like a very bad situation. Like, why would I want a child to have to experience something like that? Like, that's not something I think that they would want to see. Like, you know, why do we have to deal with that type of trauma? Like, it's like trauma porn, honestly. Right, right, right. So the school said they wanted them... To have a real life experience, so that's why they planted this cotton field. And I don't know if the school is, oh is, is predominantly white or black, but I do feel like it's 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 very absurd. And I think that, like you said, why would you even say, "Oh, let me suggest this"? Like we should just do this as an assignment. Like, who is on the fucking staff here? Like, who is on the staff here? The, the school has since been closed down, just so we know. The school oh, has been closed, closed down. Okay. But she's saying that her daughter is having really bad anxiety attacks. And my thoughts is, well, okay. Like, I'm not trying to take away from anyone's experience. But was the, the, did the attacks start right after this took place? Did they just pop up in 22? Did she happen to watch Roots? And now she had an epiphany. Like, what... Because this was happening when she was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. So why is she now having these challenges five years later? Would be my only question to her. You know what I'm saying? Right. And obviously I hate to question people, but I do feel like, well, what is happening here? It sounds like, like I said, it just sounds like the school should have thought a lot they should have thought a lot better before they even executed something like that. Yeah. And that's what I said. I can't say that 
the child is wrong for feeling the way they feel. Right. Even if it is five years later, you know, it's still something I'm sure that is traumatic and painful and, you know. Right. I know me, myself personally, like if that was presented to us at school, I'm like, what? What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Like, I think as it was a child, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, are right. you kidding me? But, but but would we have filed a lawsuit? Or is times different? You know I what I'm saying? I think times are different now, yeah. Okay. Because, right, because I feel like if we were in school, like, when we were in school back in the day, if things happened, like, people would be like, I'm not doing that. You just move the fuck on with your life. Right. No one's parent was like, oh, my God, I'm going to go sue. Well, you I don't know. know I don't know, because to tell you honestly, I probably would have told my mother. Mm-hmm. Who probably would have told? Um, who probably would have told my grandparents? And it would have been addressed. They, yeah, they probably would have. Yeah, I don't know if a lawsuit that. would have been filed though. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Right. We. I guess we will never know. But I'm just saying. Right. I think, and I'm not saying that a lawsuit shouldn't be filed because I don't know. Obviously, we don't know all the specifics and have all of the details. But it's almost like, okay, so if this did take place, how do we make sure that this doesn't happen? To the next child. You know what I'm saying? Just like when it comes to those girls that went to Sesame Place and that she's saying that the girl couldn't sleep. Girl, come on. Stop it, bitch. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom line She couldn't sleep, child. <laughs> right. She was going through it. But this is what I'm saying. Like, a lot of times I feel like it's our people that people are like, oh my God, they always want to go sue. And my thing is, bitch, sue if you want to sue. That's what you need to do. I understand. But my thoughts is just... Is it too much? Like, if it's that bad, what is the what is the money going to do for you? Is it going to get her into therapy? Like, what is this going to really do? Right. That's what I would like to know sometimes. It's like, what the money is actually going to do. I mean, you know, maybe she feels like it could, you know, they might, like, you know, they might be on a positive line. Child, maybe you feel like, girl, might, you know, bring them something, you know, better in their life. Could, could be possible. Could be possible. All right, so last topic before we head on out of here. Um, so Chris Brown said that he felt like, well, actually, I'm, I'll actually do have something too, sorry. So, but uh, Chris Brown said he set the tone for um, meet and greets, to, you know, when he brought that back to give, basically that means show him showing that he gives, like he gives a fuck about his fans. Do you agree he kind of brought that back and set that bar? Because obviously now we see Meg Thee Stallion doing it um, with her fans, like, taking pictures and doing meets, meet and greets. Well, at least she didn't charge for hers, though. Ooh. But, I mean. <laughs> now, how much was his? Because I heard his was, like, a thousand. A thousand, yeah. He charged a thousand dollars? A thousand dollars, right. Wow. So, to me, it's like, does that really mean it's for the fans? Or is that more of, like, oh, just to build up? you know, your financial portfolio, like... Right, and why would he need it? But I almost feel like it's probably for your time. That's probably what it's I mean, I, yeah, I get that. That's what I'm saying. But I just feel like you already make enough. Like, you already made these people pay to come see you. Right. So, I mean, I guess I understand because he's like, oh, if, you know, if he was doing free, then everybody would try to get backstage. The whole okay. auditorium, you know, or, you know. Right, and I guess how would you have a cutoff and how would that all work? Right, yeah, then it would become like that. But I still feel like a 1000 is kind of excessive. Like, then charge, like, 250 
250 or maybe five, maybe 500, you know, still high, like maybe $500. Mm-hmm. Or, and, or potentially just do like this. You could say, okay, so how much, so say for instance, he's he charging $1,000. So let's just say he said, all right, only, I'm, obviously there's tickets to get these and then they sell out. So maybe what he should have done is said, okay, well, we're going to have free tickets to do meet and greets and we'll just, we'll max it at 100. So 100 people could come backstage if you get it, you get it. If you don't, oh well. You got to sign up. You got to do X, Y, Z to get this meet and greet backstage. As opposed to charging the five or the thousand dollars, because ultimately, like you said, he's rich. You don't need the damn money. What are you doing this for? Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe he's paying for them kids' fucking college tuition. Right. So he got what? Three kids now. Right. He got three kids. What's the first one name? Royalty. Oh, royalty. Right. Yeah. And then he got assigned two boys. Was it girl, boy, girl? I think it might be... No, I think it is two boys. Oh, a girl and two boys. Yeah, a girl and two boys. I think, yeah. Okay. So, I didn't know. I thought Meg Thee Stallion was charging too, but hers was free. No, hers were free. So, I wonder how she maxed it then. Because clearly, you can't just have... Like you said, you can't have the whole fucking... Or, I saw almost said stadium. The, the whole place coming backstage to be like, Oh my God, we want to meet Meg Thee Stallion. Right. I think um, they probably just limited how many. They probably was like first come, first serve. Right. Yeah. They like waiting this like line, that. and yeah. we're gonna cut off at X amount of time. Right. Cut at X amount of people. Okay. Well, I guess he brought it back, kind of, sort of. Yeah, I guess in a way, because I mean, well, you know, it stopped being done because of the pandemic, which we're still very much in. Well, were people doing meet and greets? Yeah, people were doing meet and greets before the pandemic. They were. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess so. Okay. Well, that's all the topics I have. Do you have anything you want to add to the show? Any topics you want to bring up before we head on out of here? Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think. What? What? What is something that I wanted to discuss before we go ahead and leave out of here? Before we go on leaving out of here. <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to address this on my show anyway, but, uh, the topic of, um, the topic of gaslighting, mm. I plan on, uh, you know, getting into because, you know, sometimes, you know, the whole gaslighting conversation. Like, I feel like gaslighting is, has become such a, like, a popular term now anyway. Like, you know, once people start to learn something, they, uh... Take it. Yeah, they take it and run with it, and they just, they'll refer to it as any and everything. And, you know, it's, it's such a, um, uh, complex and, uh, varied, uh, subject. Um, but... Yeah, that's 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 something I want to do, but just like you know that you know like like gaslighting. I feel like, do you think that that's something that is affecting a lot, not like just a lot of interpersonal relationships? Period. Nowadays, or do you think the gaslighting has always been around and we're just like, hmm. That's a good question. It's becoming a big mainstream staple. So for me to just for me to give an answer, I'm gonna say yes. It's been around forever. Because to me, 
When I think of gaslighting, I think of manipulation. That's mm-hmm. what I think of. And I We're feel like people... Right. And I feel like people are constantly trying to man- manipulate others to get their way. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. just like... So I feel like it's not new. I think it's definitely been around for years. Because I feel like the, the first time I know that I realized that I was being manipulated probably was when I was... And I didn't know it at the time. But when I was 18 years old and I was in this relationship and like when I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, like you were really, I don't want to say he was nuts, but you really was not, you were really gaslighting me. Mm -hmm. Like you knew exactly what you were doing to get me to respond the way that I was responding. Mm -hmm. But meanwhile, I was the fucking victim. You were not. You (laughs) know what I'm saying? So clearly... I feel like it's been around forever and I feel like it's it's going to continue because people are just... But I will say I hate that people are starting to keep saying it. Like, bitch, let it go. You're gaslighting me. Girl, like, stop it. Like, right. let's stop saying this. <laughs> <laughs> it is. As I said, I think it's become a huge in, main, in mainstream now. Like, people are like, oh, they're gaslighting me. They're gaslighting me. It's like, oh, God, like... You're going to take away the seriousness that it actually is with people with manipulation and things like that that they tend to do. Right, right. And, um, you know, it's crazy. Well, I don't know. So that'll be a good time because you're going to talk about it more in depth in your show. I'm going to talk about it more in depth, right. Yeah, I'll talk about it more in depth because I think that that was one of the reasons why I wanted to go on the Eat, Pray, Love mission too is because... Um, a lot of situations that of like the the different guys I would talk to, I just couldn't see exactly where it was gonna end up, and I'm like, this nigga's manipulative. He is, <laughs> <laughs> you know. They're you know they just they you know they want to manipulate, they want to use, they want to do. It. It's just like so much shit, and just like I'm sick of it. Well, you know, well let's get into that really really quick because I know we only have a little bit of time, but. Why do you think that there's so many men that are users? Like, and like, it's like, okay, there's so many users, but then there's so many, like, you know, like in our circle of friends and the people that we, that we know or whatever, I don't know. I can't really say anyone is really a bum, right? right? I can't say that, but it's like, why are there so many bummy men out there? Like, I don't, just, like, why are you not employed? Like, whether that means you have your own business or, bitch, you selling socks on 125th Street, bitch, or you rolling around with Rose and pushing that fucking icy car, bitch. Like, I don't understand why, why are you not working? Um, I don't know. That's what I said. I don't know why people get so content and so comfortable, well, men get so content and so comfortable with that but I think a lot of times what it becomes is that a lot of women like you know women and you know I guess men mm-hmm. they'll you know get into the situations with these like bummy guys or whatever and they'll like you know help out and they'll do stuff and now these men are feeling like oh, okay you know cool like you know Babe got it. Oh, it's all good. Da da da. I'm gonna take care of it. Da da da. You know what's it called? Like you know, you know these niggas are fucking for hummus and hedge funds. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Wait a minute. I'm I feel like, safe. listen, it's nothing like, and I'm going to be so serious like this, like, it's so crazy. It's nothing like somebody who fucks, or somebody who fucks who feels like they need something. Like, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, insa- it's insanity. And I was just having a conversation with one of my <laughs> friends. And she was talking about that herself. She was like, you know, it's so crazy because usually I fuck niggas who, like, you know, who, like, financially are there. They got it together. They're not to fight that. Right. I was fucking this other dude. She's like, you know, and I know I'm like, but I was driving to him. You know, sometimes I would get him stuff. I would buy him stuff. Wow. What's the question? But, you know, it's because, you know, the dick was just so damn good. <laughs> So I'm like, that's crazy. Like she's like, but you know, that's not usually me. So I'm like, yo, I'm usually like, you know, with these niggas for their money. Like I'm getting money from them and stuff. But this one just happened to, you know, get me in another way. Like he got me with, you know, his dick and stuff like that. And I'm like, <laughs> it's crazy because like a lot of times that is starting to happen out here. These niggas are like, because they want some type of comfort, comfortability or money or place to stay. They're, like, doing this shit right now. Like, they're, like, literally trying to fuck bitches' brains out and souls and stuff like that. They're right. fucking with your mental. Right. So, instead of them going out there to work on their their craft or whatever they're... Whatever. Whatever they're good at, hopefully. Right. They just work on that stroke game. Like, right. They fucking the shit out of them fucking fleshlights. Like, right. That's the talent. Right. That, now, me, that's the talent. Let me get this up so I can get this bitch... So let me use her car on Saturday. <laughs> like, bitch, I gotta use this car on Saturday. Right. I'm like, bitch, you might as well, you know, to get an OnlyFans page. Shit, bitch, maybe you could utilize that. I know, but I guess, like, it's like, for me, it's almost like, when I think of it, like, when I think of the bigger picture, or as Oprah would say, the velocity of it, like, it's like, but how, like, I don't under, like, where are these people at? Like, like I guess because I'm looking at our friends, and I'm speaking specifically to, like, the gay men. It's just like, where are these bummy gay men at that everyone keeps finding? It's like they pop up, and it's like, oh, I'm not working, or oh, you know, I'm living in a tent, or... You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, bitch, wait, what? Like, what do you mean that you, like... Not a tent. I'm just, like, so then to me, it's almost like, okay, so if you know that you're living... No shade. If you know that you're living on a park bench, right? Why are you even trying to date? To me, your priorities are not in order. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then this, the person ends up fucking them. And the next thing you know, you're like, bitch, what is going on? Like, why are you dating this man, you know, that's sharing the fucking um, address, bitch, with fucking Central Park? I don't understand. Like, it's not making sense to me. You know what I mean? And it's like... We're not gonna be loud. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, wait a minute. Like... You're dating this person that's... And then now this person is moving in with you. And now you're molding and shaping and doing all of these things. And the next thing you know, you're crying to me because y'all broke up. Or because you're like, oh my God, he won't work. Well, bitch, he gave you all of the signs at the beginning. You met yeah, him in Central there. Park, bitch. You thought you was going for a run. And bitch, you ended up on your back. Like, what are you... <laughs> in the fucking park. No Ooh. shade. Uh-uh, not the park. Right. So it's like, I, I don't, I don't know. I just wish, uh, I, 
I guess it almost goes back it goes back to manipulation and how I really believe that some men just look at men and say, What can I get out of this nigga? Right. Oh my god, he has a car, he has this, he has that. How far can I get? And I'll share this really quick story is when I met this guy and I, you know, I was doing pretty well for myself and he was like, Oh, can you buy me some weed? And I was like, What? So you know, at that time, I was a bit of a savage. I said, okay, so how much dick do you plan on sucking to get this weed? <laughs> right? And he was like, what? Like, I, I I thought, like, we was just cooling. You thought, wrong nigga. Like, I got to get something out of this if you think you're going to get this nickel bag. Right. You know what right. I mean? That's so Not weird. a nickel bag. Can you imagine? Bitch, a nickel bag? Bitch, sucking dick. For a nickel bag? For a nickel, nickel bag. bag. Bitch, you ain't have no blunt. But anyway, no, so the, the bottom line, what ended up happening was he did do what he did. And then I gave him the five dollars and uh, <laughs> I don't, but he might have been a prostitute. But anyway, I gave him the five dollars. But just to, basically after that, he did continue to hit me up, but I ignored him because I already knew that we weren't on the same level. We right. weren't cut from the same cloth. Clearly. Right. And I left him back there. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. I guess that's the show. <laughs> oh, well. That was fun. It's always, you know, as always, you know, we have a good time and a good conversation and all that. Yeah. It is almost 1 a.m. in the morning. God damn. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I want to thank you guys for listening to Drew Presents. I'll catch you next time, and please check out uh, my cousin's podcast, You Don't Have to Be Rude, on all streaming platforms, and you guys enjoy your week. Yes, guys. Later. Later. Okay, wait, before you leave, I just may have to make this announcement that Drew Presents will be on vacation for two weeks. I know, I know. You hate to see me go. I know. I know this. I'll be back with season three (laughs) and uh, it'll be bigger and better. And I'll see you guys and will not see you. You'll hear me in about two weeks. So you guys send me some topics you want me to talk about. And thank you for always listening.